Welcome to Wild Ideas Worth Living, a show where we talk to experts who've taken a wild idea and made it a reality so you can too. From people who have sailed around the world to those who've started thriving businesses and even broken records, some of the wildest ideas can lead to the most rewarding adventures. I'm your host, Shelby Stanger, and I hope you enjoy this show. This is episode 28 with fitness evangelist, Angela Davis. This episode was brought to you by Toad & Co., this awesome outdoor company out of Central California, which, by the way, was named one of the best places to work by Outside Magazine, makes 90% of their clothing using eco-friendly materials, whether it's organic, plant-based, or recycled fabrics. Their products are also designed to go from the trail to the tavern, which is a huge bonus because who likes changing in multiple outfits when you're having a good time? One of my favorite programs they have is called Design for Good, where they take a portion of every single item they sell and put it towards exposing people with disabilities to life-changing trips in the outdoors. Their mission also aligns perfectly with having a wild idea worth living. Toad & Co. is all about inspiring people to live life to their fullest. They're rabid supporters of following your passions and refusing to settle. They also promote real people doing good work. Check out all the amazing products, missions, and ambassadors of all abilities they support at toadandco.com. Angela Davis is an international fitness evangelist and a motivational coach who lives by the motto, too blessed to be stretched. As a former member of the USA track and field team, Angela was a five-time All-American who held world rankings in the 100 meters. She was also an Olympic trial semifinalist and a member of the world championship team and a professional runner for Nike. She's appeared on and was part of a national arena tour in 2014, and today she can be found instructing one of the most sought-after soul cycle classes with tons of celebrity clients, underwear models, guys like David Beckham, my own mom, Wheezy Louise Stanger, who actually, Angela, wrote the Ford for my mother's book, Falling Up. And, you know, I'm one of those people who really loves being outside, but when I go to L.A., I go inside to Soul Cycle with my mom. We always try to get in Angela's class. Why? Because it feels like church or temple, and you totally forget that you're sitting in a dark room and that you're completely soaking wet. By the end of it, you just feel pumped. There's a reason this woman does tours with Oprah Winfrey. She is super motivational. We talk about living wildly, how to find your own purpose, and so much more. We also talk about why working out from the inside is as important as working out on the outside. Basically, it's not just about that tight booty. I hope you enjoy this show. Listen on. All right, Angela Davis. So, Hi there. So excited to have you on. Welcome to Wild Ideas Worth Living. You Thank are you. you are the favorite soul cycle instructor of everyone in my family. Oh, my mother loves you, my I sisters love, love you. So when I, when I go to your class, it feels really different. To me it feels like it's an experience, a spiritual experience. It Thank feels you. like church. So I want to yeah. know did you go to gospel church as a kid or is it from your mom or the way your dad spoke? Because I know your dad was a major league baseball coach and manager. Yeah. I, it's all of that. Like I definitely grew up with a strong spiritual upbringing. You know, spirituality was huge in our home. And, you know, we were at church on Sundays. We did devotions, you know, after dinner, you know, we ate dinner every night as a family. So, you know, we had a sweet family. We had, um, you know, parents that 
invested in us in that way. And then I went off to uh, a Christian university, Oral Roberts University in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I wasn't a, you know, theologian, you know, I didn't major in uh, theology. However, you know, I'm at a Christian university. So I think, you know, over the course of my life, it's definitely a huge part of my life. And, you know, fast forward to now and being here, I teach based on my experiences, based on my experiences as a professional athlete, based on my experiences as a mother, as a daughter, as a friend. Um, And so obviously that spirituality, that church upbringing is part of my experiences. So I think, you know, most coaches, or at least we should coach from that experience, you know, and it, it, brings a different level of authenticity to what's happening. So I think that's what you're feeling when you're in my room is that combination, you know, they call it church on a bike, but it's just that combination of spirituality and, you know, hardcore athleticism. You know, it's the sweet spot between the two of those. So let's talk about this hardcore athleticism because you're a no joke athlete, five time all American hundred yard racer. What was your hundred time? Can I ask? Uh, yeah, I was 11 one. At one point I was ranked in the top 25 in the world at hundred meters. Um, I was a Nike athlete. I ran for our country. I was a, you know, us athlete. I was on the world championship team in 2001. Um, I was Olympic semifinalist in 2000. So between that and, you know, my father was a professional athlete. He was drafted out of high school to play professional baseball he uh, himself had over 220 scholarship offers out of high school and, you know, chose to play professional ball. But at one point, he was manager of the year with the Chicago White Sox. You know, he has a world championship ring with the Florida Marlins. So just coming from a long, uh, you know, my grandfather was in the Negro League, played baseball, just coming from a lineage of athletes, um, you know, and fighters and survivors, that is definitely in my DNA and part of who I am and part of um how I, you know, a tool that I can use to motivate and to coach for sure. So one thing that I love about you is you're a mom. And I know you've talked a lot about just being a strong mom in class. I want to know, you did a TED talk where you talked about postpartum. And to me, you're a fearless woman. And talking about something dark takes a lot of courage. Yeah. Can you just briefly tell me like, what's your self-talk to get over fear, meaning fear of sharing your story, fear of whatever it is that comes up? Well, um, it's funny you're asking me that because I just got done teaching a class and the whole message in today's class is there's that scripture as a man thinketh, so is he, you know, we are our thoughts. And so for me, I understand that like not everyone understands that and believes that as fact, but you are who you think you are. And so, um, that was an important tool that I used as an athlete. You know, I would get on the line with Marion Jones, who was at the time the fastest woman in the world, but there was no one in that stadium that could have told me that she was going to beat me. I knew, I thought I was going to win that race. There's something that has to happen in your thought process that has a direct reflection um, and a direct impact on your life, on what manifests in your life. And so, um, you know, for me, faith trumps fear. And I just refuse to live in a state where fear wins. I'm sure you've heard that, but 
fear is false evidence appearing real. And I refuse to live in a place, you know, I'm 42 years old. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I, I, I just, it's, it's such a detriment, you know, to live in fear. And so I think part of what makes me the coach that I am is that honesty and is that vulnerability. You know, the definition that my mom taught me of intimacy is into me. You see, if I can stand in front of you and share my story, then you're more likely to feel like you can share yours. And if we can all sit together in each other's truths, you know, there's power in that. And so I think for me, there's no option. You know, I don't think we go through things just to go through things. I don't think we go through things in vain just to go through things. I think that there is a test so that we do have a testimony, that we do have something to share. We don't just go through stuff to go through stuff. You know, we're never given more than we can handle. So if I went through that and I came out on the other side of that, it's almost my duty to share that. It's almost my duty to, to be somebody's hope, you know, and that's how I look at it. Like it's almost a duty and a responsibility to be somebody's hope if I've already made it through. You see what I'm saying? Angela, if I could bottle your (laughs) words in the way you speak, I'd be really rich. You You you. speak so eloquently. It is so natural for you. I really appreciate you saying that. And what's so interesting about your classes is, is I go in here and there's, there's some big people in here that have done some great things, famous musicians, artists, athletes. Yeah. And it's, and you're, you're, you're helping so many of them. You're yeah. helping the highest level. You help Oprah, you help, you help everybody. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. The bike is a great equalizer. It and, is an equalizer. I love that. There's no respecter of person. And that's the thing. It is an equalizer. It doesn't matter who you are. You come on that bike and you get it, you walk in the room you get on the bike and we're all the same it's we're the same it's the best so so one thing i want to know is you have found your purpose and your purpose i've heard you say is to kind of come into this world inspire others encourage them you know what advice would you give to your kid or a friend not necessarily someone coming to the to class but on how you find your purpose if they're a little stuck a little lost there's a lot of people listen to this show they either kind of want to quit their job or they kind of want to go on an adventure. They're not sure what their purpose is. Where do you start on how to finding that? Well, I just, it's funny you're asking me how to find purpose because I just did a super soul session with Oprah and it was, I, I talked about purpose. But what I say about purpose is that you aren't born to find purpose. You are already born with purpose. Mm. You're already born with purpose. So it's not about finding it. You're already born with it. And so how I coach that process is what is it that you're passionate about? What is it that you love? What is it that you love doing? A lot of the desires of your heart are connected to your purpose, what you were created to do. What, what happens is we get caught up in, in work versus job. So we feel like our job is what pays the bills and what we do. We, we go to our job and that you know, keeps the lights on, keeps the car, you know, but our work is our life's work, what we were created to do. And, and if, and if it all works out, your life's work and your job is the same thing. Mm, Love that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's really discovering that like you're already born with purpose. You were created in purpose on purpose for a purpose. Like you're not born all of a sudden by accident. Like God wasn't, you were intentional. 
you were intentional, regardless of the circumstances in the situation, like leading up to that conception, you were intentional, you know, and you made it here and you are here in purpose, on purpose for a purpose. So already understanding that and receiving that as true. You know, another thing I said today in class is faith comes by hearing. And when you hear it enough, it becomes your belief system. And once it becomes your belief system, it becomes your action. So understanding that you already are here for purpose, that you are here on purpose. It's a belief, it's a shift in your belief system. You know, it's a, it's a difference in your walk. It's a difference in your posture. You know, once you get that, that feels different. Once you understand that and you begin to step in that, what do I really love? What am I passionate about? What do I like? And you begin to connect those dots, you know, and then you begin to notice a common thread that you've had since you were a little kid. You start to really notice that common thread. And then you really begin to discover your life's work. And being in purpose is being in that life's work. There's so much I want to ask you. Was was there, <laughs> this is awesome. You're amazing. Okay. Was there this aha moment when you're like, oh yeah, soul cycle. It's so interesting. It's just like soul cycles. You're teaching on a bike, but you're doing so much more. I mean. I mean, it happened for me before soul cycle. Way before. Soul cycle okay. is just simply like. A platform to be who I was called and created and intended to be. I was our. I was walking in purpose before Soul Cycle. Awesome. I am grateful that Soul Cycle is a place where I can spread my wings and be me to my fullest and to my full fullest potential. I am grateful that Soul Cycle can look at all of us individual coaches and say be the best version of you and here is the platform to be that but before soul cycle it was yoga before yoga it was you know personal training it's been always you know coaching coaching runners coaching high school kids you know it's been so many different things for me right now soul cycle is the vehicle and i am extremely grateful for that and i don't think I think when you're in purpose, you're just in purpose. And I think the vehicle changes along the way. Like me being, you know, my my purpose and my call and my assignment on my life is to encourage other people to find theirs, you know, to be an encourager, you know, for you to find the gifts and talents that are, you know, for you to discover that and to walk in that to its fullest and to call you out on that, you know, to speak to the gift. You know, the beauty is to really have people one of the goals is to have people around you that support the gift and speak to the gift. You know, you're the total sum of the five closest people to you. So you want people around you that are going to speak to the gift, you know? And so really what, what soul cycle is for me right now is something that allows me to be what I'm created to be, you know? And like I said before, it, it has been other things and, um, this is the vehicle and it's like, one of the dopest vehicles ever, you know what I mean? <laughs> to be in a dark room with loud music, with candlelight, with like, you know, the coolest people riding in that room with you. It's just, it's a, it's, it's, it's a dream, you know, it's, 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 I'm having an extraordinary time. I love it. And your vehicle is only getting bigger. It is. And it's becoming like huge with soul, with super soul sessions and, I see so much for you in the work. I know there's probably books and yeah, events and online a book courses. now for sure. Heck yeah. Online 
a lot of content online. But yeah, really just doing the work and whatever that looks like. If that's in the form of the book, if that's in form of podcasts, if that's in form of television, if that's in like whatever that's in form uh, in the form of, I am honoring the call. I am honoring the assignment. You, I am honoring that. You seem pretty open to what the universe sort of puts in puts in front of you. Yeah. Is it that people get in their own way sometimes and they just need to get out? Yeah, we all do. I mean, I look, I'm not I don't have this thing figured out. I'm I'm on the journey just like everybody else. You know what I mean? Like I have my days and my moments and my self-talk that's not always great. I'm just, you know, I'm trying like everybody else. But I think we all get in our own way. You know, I know I get in my own way. I think we all get in get in our own way. Um, and there's definitely been seasons and times in my life where I have been my worst enemy. And we are. I was I was reading something this morning that was talking about being defeated and saying that you will never, ever, ever, ever be defeated by what other people think about you. You will only be defeated by what you think about you. Mm, that's so true. So we all have the ability to get in our own way. I yep. mean, there's days where, you know, I'm believing the lies too. You know, I'm, I'm not above it. I'm just working hard to do right by it. There's so many things you've said that I've loved. One of the things is that you're some of the five people you surround yourself by. That's why I created the podcast. Yeah. You can't always control your family. You can't yeah. always control the people you work with, but you can control the news you consume. So mm -hmm. I would like to put out good content. So thank you for that. You're um, welcome. One thing I'm curious of is I imagine as a little kid, you're a pretty badass. I mean, you're a runner. You're an athlete. If you could go back in time and tell your 15-year-old self, it's such a vulnerable time for teenage women, sophomore year in high school, around that time, what would you tell her? Um, I would tell her to trust her parents. Hmm. I would tell her that she didn't have to have it all figured out and have all the answers and to celebrate the process that you will see the mountaintop. I love that. Where do you get your inspiration from? I mean, we talked earlier on just about my spirituality. I'm definitely a spiritual person. I definitely... I'm listening to books on tape. I'm definitely listening to different sermons and messages constantly. And I surround myself with, you know, people that inspire me. You know, if you're the smartest person in your group, you need a new group. If you're the most inspiring person in your group, you need a new group. You know what I mean? So you should always be in a place where you are not only a mentor, but a mentee. And it's important for me. It's imperative to me to sit at somebody's feet and they'll be able to learn, to be humble and learn, you know, never get to a place where I feel like I know it all because we don't, none of us do, to always remain a student of the game. So I think I stay inspired by surrounding myself with people who inspire me, you know, my parents, my brother, you know, has a super dope clothing line, Fear of God, he's super inspiring to me. Um, all of my siblings, actually, my brother Anthony, my sister Natalie, um, they're all just like these phenomenal humans. My husband inspires me. You know, at one point he was ranked seventh in the world at 400 meters. 
He's like a freaking champ. I've never seen anybody work as hard as he works. My children make me laugh. You know, like I, I just think it's about really who you surround yourself with and, and surrounding myself. For me, what's important too is to surround myself around people that um, are okay when I'm off. You know what I mean? Like I'm not always her and I'm not always this and I'm not always like I don't want to always have something to say, you know, That's but nice. I, I want to be able to sit and be fed and really surrounding myself with people that'll let me just sit and be fed is, um, that's nice and it's inspiring and it's recharging. That's awesome. I think it's so important to have friends that, that feed you as much as you yeah, feed them. Yeah, it's reciprocal. Um, Angel, this has been so great. What, what is your, is there a gift that you give most often or like a book that you read or something you do recommend to other people? It's so funny because I just was doing a podcast the other day with one of my friends who is an author and she asked me the same question and we kind of had the same answer. It's whatever I'm reading at the time, yeah. you know, like whatever I'm reading at the time is the best book I've ever read in my life. And then I'm telling everybody about it. You know what I mean? So it just depends on when you catch me. Like I've, I've thought a number of books and a number of books have been a gift, but there's not like a, a, a go-to book that I have. I couldn't. Uh, be truthful if I said that. Okay, no. So, but music, music is like your music in your class is so good. Yeah. Like, do you have someone who does this for you? No, wow. I have to do my own music. That's awesome. <laughs> I do my own music. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, instructors share music and send each other music and writers will send you music. And I, you know, have the cool luxury of having artists that take my class so they send me their music before anyone has it or like they'll put me on something that I haven't heard yet or like point me in a direction and I have DJs that take my class so they'll send me music but it's just you know it's not me I'm not making the music or you know I feel like I have good taste you know and I have a lot of cool people around me that send me cool stuff and then I can curate it and put it together and and make pretty good playlists if I would say so myself. Uh, you got you got good music. <laughs> Thank you. You make great playlists. So I just I just want to ask you two more questions. We're gonna okay. keep this tight. You know, when when you think about legacy, yeah. the legacy you want to leave behind. Yeah. What what's your legacy? If you could leave one thing behind, what is that? Um, if people were to look back at my life and at my body of work, I would hope that they would say about me that I sold out to truth, um, that I didn't compromise on truth, you know, and it's like, and we've heard it before, but if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for everything. And I'm a believer in truth. And, and I just pray that people can see that from me and get that from me and feel comfortable in their truth because, you know, of something that I may have said or done. That's awesome. Angela, where can we find out more? Where can people who want to hear more of you besides taking your class? Not everybody lives in L.A. or New York. Not everyone lives in L.A. and can get to a Soul Cycle class. I do have a website. It's um, amdiomethod.com. Amdio is A-M-D-I-O method. 
Amdio.com. And we're just starting this new movement and this new thing. And Amdio is Angela Manuel Davis changed from the inside out. And it's my philosophy and it's who I am and it's what I believe in. And so we're really working hard on the back end to get a lot of things up and running. There's a lot of things coming down the pipeline, books and all kinds of exciting things. So I think just stay tuned. Um, you can check out the website, leave an email and we can get in touch with you and send you cool stuff as it comes about but and my instagram is shape with angela s-h-a-p-e with w-i-t-h angela a-n-g-e-l-a and i try to stay informative on that as well so thank you angela thank you so much for being on wild ideas worth living if you get a chance to go to soul cycle and take angela's class there's usually a wait list but if you're <laughs> persistent you can get in this class it'll be one of the most fun experiences and positive experience of your life. Angela, you Thank rock. You. Thank, Thank you. you. Such a pleasure. I hope you enjoyed this show. If you want more of Angela, take her class in Los Angeles. If you get a chance, there's usually a wait list, but you can always try to get in. And if you do, it will be awesome. You can also check out her website at amdiomethod.com and you can sign up. Thanks again, Angela, for meeting me right after your class in LA. That was a wild idea of just going up and grabbing you after class, but it worked out. Thanks to my mom, Wheezy of WeHo, who told me to interview her. You can also get my mom's book, Falling Up, on Amazon, and Angela actually wrote a really nice intro. And for those of you who went to the Outfound series, the Outdoor Festival in Oregon, what a blast. I hope you had an awesome time. Thanks for everyone for introducing yourselves to me. It was so awesome, and we have some kick-ass guests coming up from that show. I always say this, but the movement just keeps continuing. So thank you for listening. Thank you for telling your friends and family about the show. We are growing like crazy, but we always want more listeners because that's what makes this show go. So if you get a chance, tell your friends and write a review on iTunes. Thanks again, Soul Cycle. Thank you, Angela. Thank you to you listening right now and wherever you are in the world, don't forget the best adventures often happen when you follow your wildest ideas. See you next week. Mm -hmm.